The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. As Jesus walked along, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that, Jesus, that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight, and he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes who were opened. He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called his parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but we do not know how it is that he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed to Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind and they said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know is that I was blind now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You, do, you, you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, you are, the, you are his disciples, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, here is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to one who worships and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a, per of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, 
You were born entirely in sins, and you are trying to teach us? As they drove him, and they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say we see, your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the one God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So I wonder how many of you here today have a favorite movie or TV show or Netflix series that you just watch over and over and over again. Perhaps you have a favorite genre to watch, drama, mystery, romance, or comedy. For me, I love a good situation comedy, and one of my favorites being, excuse the French, Schitt's Creek. <laughs> the show is about a wealthy city-dwelling couple and their two adult children who suddenly find themselves completely broke. The only remaining asset they have is a small town they bought years ago as a joke, and the town is called Schitt's Creek, and it's in the middle of nowhere, USA. Their only choice out of this horrible situation is to move to this tiny town and live in a tiny motel. In the early episodes of the show, the Rose family and the townspeople rear their ugly, biased heads towards one another, choosing to cling tight to their own beliefs about themselves and about who the other is in their mind. However, little by little, as they get to know one another, as their defenses come down, new relationships are formed new revelations about themselves are discovered and what once was a seemingly dark, hopeless situation became a source of new life and new light for the characters. To me, this is the art of situation comedies. The comedic characters are accessible and they draw us in and show us in a light-hearted way who we are and give us permission to acknowledge and accept our own failures, even our sinfulness. The sitcom can be an unlikely vehicle for the development of self-awareness and self-acceptance. So you might be wondering, why am I talking about situation comedy so much? <laughs> well, I think because our gospel reading for today has similar elements of a situation comedy. The story draws us in as the characters reveal their flaws in almost a comedic way. So many different characters, most only watching out for themselves, clinging to what they believe to be true, 
and thus too blind to see the goodness and light in front of them. So the story begins, as we heard, with Jesus walking along the road with his disciples in tow. And they come upon a blind man, and the inquisitive disciples ask Jesus, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was to be born blind? Illness of that kind, illness of any kind during that time was thought to be about one's sinfulness. But Jesus responds and dismisses the concept altogether and says that the, blind, the man's blindness is an opportunity for God to, God's work to be revealed. And I like the message Bible translation of this verse because Jesus says, you're asking the wrong question. You're looking for someone to blame. There is no such cause and effect here. Look instead for what God can do. And with that, Jesus makes some mud and places it over the man's eyes and sends him on his way to, to wash it off. And he comes back and he's, he has sight now. Now, for any of us that might witness that, I imagine we would be pretty excited to know that, oh my gosh, he can finally see this is a miracle. We might even expect to say things like, wow, praise God. We need to get to know this Jesus. But we didn't hear that. Instead, we hear the neighbors who had seen him before as a beggar ask and wonder, is this the man who we knew to sit and beg? Some were saying, well, maybe it is. Others were saying, no, it is someone like him. And the poor blind man kept telling, who now sees, kept telling them, I am the man. But they didn't listen. And they kept asking him how his eyes were opened. The friends and neighbors couldn't believe their eyes. They were stuck in the past, only wanting to see the blind man as they had always known him. And because of their disbelief, the friends and the neighbors thought, well, let's now bring in the religious authorities. Certainly they have the answer, right? And so they, they take the, the, blind, the formerly blind man to the Pharisees, and as one might expect the way the story is going, the Pharisees begins to interrogate the man, asking how he has received his sight. And again, this poor man, Jesus put mud on my eyes and washed it off, and now I see. Unsatisfied with the, the blind man's answer, the religious leaders ask the man more than once. I mean, they keep asking and asking. And many of us know what the definition of insanity is, doing the same thing over and over, hoping to receive different results. I think this is true for the Pharisees and other characters in this story. But they just don't get it, the Pharisees. They cannot. They will not see Jesus for who he is. Nothing he said fit their preconceived notions. And as another saying goes, no one is more blind than the person who chooses not to see. The Pharisees chose power, rules, biases, pride, and eager, ego over the truth, and their eyes grew dim. But I think for me as a parent, most astonishing of all are the blind man's parents in this story. The ones who raised and cared for him couldn't even support him. 
When asked, is this your son, whom you saw born blind? How does he now see? And their response, we do not know how it is now that he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he's of age, he will speak for himself. So go ask him, like, get out of my house because I don't want to be associated with you. I could be thrown out of my own community. The parents deny what is right before their eyes because they are afraid. Often fear can do this. Fear keeps us from seeing the beautifully diverse world in which we live. It can cause us to live with tunnel vision, only seeing the one thing that we fear most. So all these characters, all the people in this story looked at the blind man, but none saw him. Everyone denied the possibility of transformation, the possibility of Christ's impact on his life and theirs. I wonder if they were to see the situation for what it was, would it mean they would have to confront their own blindness? This blind man and supporting cast of this story are not single individuals. They are every person. They are us. The only difference between the blind man and all the others in the gospel reading for today is that he knew he was blind. So I wonder, might you see yourself in this story? Do you relate to a character? Have you ever been so sure about your own belief on something that you could not and would not hear a different perspective? Have you ever been so sure about someone's character that you could not and would not acknowledge a positive change in that person? Have you ever been so fearful that you stay silent instead of speaking up? And have you ever been curious or unsure about a situation that you needed to talk to someone and ask questions to try to figure out the answer and what makes sense? I know I have. I think that is why reading, reading this gospel reading this week and studying it was so compelling for me. The story holds up a mirror to some, my somewhat comedic life and reveals the darkness that I don't want to see. And yet, if we were to watch the next episode in this story that comes in chapter 10 of John, we know and we hear the story about Jesus and the lost sheep. Jesus, the shepherd who seeks us, who are his lost sheep. Jesus, who seeks a relationship with us, who is committed to bringing us into his fold despite our blindness, biases, and fears. Jesus, who walks alongside us as we look at the mud of darkness in our lives and gives light to us and to the world. Amen.